Hello there, this is John Falola. Thank you so much for joining me to this broadcast of Sea Tribe Global Community. And um, this episode is focused on Fate Amore. So on Sunday, we'll talk about Fate Arsenal. I think that will be the closing of the um, um, episode for the series of the month of February. But the most important thing is we've had a very very thrilling experience discussing different varieties or expressions of faith and um, for the first time we're changing the context or the anchor scripture which is from first Timothy 4 but the most important part is this I've been able to share things around the essence of your faith as it applies to your survival, as it applies to you thriving, as it applies to you um, winning in life. And to be candid with you, sometimes the difference between survival and thriving is faith, or many a times, really, the difference between somebody that is um, thriving and someone that is surviving is faith. You know, having the audacity to believe better having the, the audacity to stretch one's um, belief system to accept realities that are bigger than you or bigger than your existence. So the greatest dividend of faith is good life, actually, to live well, you know, a healthy life, wholesome life, to be able to live the life that you deserve for yourself. Uh, most, most especially, in today's realities, I can tell you for free, Many at times, you see even believers or unbelievers um, question the potency of your faith when you don't have results. And all these things comes to a question, really. Faith is not magic that happens overnight. Faith is you building each block as if you're building a house. And uh, it all comes together at a point of finish. You know, and that is your manifestation. You know, it'll be like something coming into the neighborhood from the figments of your of your imagination or your dream. So faith is simply like moving something from the abstract world into reality. That's what it is. So I read from um, messy translation. And I must have, I must have this. Um, one of the most difficult things you can go through as a believer is um, trials of faith. You know, there are things that are happening in your life that will contest what it is that you believe in. There are people who test the potency of your faith. You know, who want to lord it over you or show you, or they want to know the basis of your existence. They want to know what it is that makes you tick. And all these things at times they question the reality of your of your existence. Let me put it that way. You know, and um, you need to understand this from a very very clear perspective. So I want to read from. 
is the funny thing about message translation it's always a bit different so let's read um I want to read first Timothy 4 from 12. Okay, so for message translation, and do not let anyone put you down because you are, you, are, you are young. Teach believers with your life by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching, and that special gift of ministry you were given when leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed. Keep that dusted off and in use. Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your, and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. The word of the Lord. So I read from 1 Timothy 4, from 12 through 16. What I'm actually looking for is fighting the good fight of faith. Um, it's not expressly um, described in the message translation. What I was looking for is fighting a good fight of faith. Um, you need solid hammery to fight a good fight of faith. You need to be able to know that you have what is required to fight a good good fight of faith. You know, you've also you always you've also heard this cliche from the Bible from the from the Word of God that says, um, in the days of trials and tribulations may your faith not fail you know and um what makes your faith solid when life deals you a different ton of events from your expectations is the fact that you have an armory of faith something that helps you you know that solidifies your your belief about your victory i must say this about life and I put this to you. There were times whereby I myself questioned my faith. You know, the depth of my teaching came as a result of questioning what it is that I believed in. And I always advise people to, to always do that. Be like Berean Christians. Question everything you hear from my mouth. Question everything that you, you know, seek to know. You know why? In questioning those things, you find better understanding. You solidify your faith in the word of the Lord. You know, there's what they call seeing is believing, and there's what they call hearing is believing, or believing is seeing. You know, um, just imagine if you know God has put power on you to raise the dead, and someone walked into your room or walked into your space with the dead, and you pray to another person, the person receives life without any antics and uh, gimmicks, you know. And the person receives life just by mere words that came out of your mouth in absolute faith in believing God. Do you think the person would definitely hold you their life because um, for each people to give them what they, didn't, what they didn't have? So, from my own point of faith, I've seen different things happen for me whereby you know um i've seen my own close relatives lie down on my bed when they are ill and they get better 
seen I've seen um, in my little lifetime I've seen situation whereby the fact that I touched somebody or probably I was present I was able to have about dead circumstances you know and I've seen those things in my life not to brag or probably show up anything but to just let you understand that everyone can become a fire of faith I, I use the word fire of faith because what makes you ever ready to be able to face the challenges of life is how ignited your faith is how ready and hot your faith is there are circumstances that you come across in your life that will test your belief that will test your circumstances that will test what it is that you say you believe you know just imagine if you were doing well you were doing extraordinary well and things just go down left and those will be the times whereby what you believe in will be tested you'll be tempted to do all sort of things to get back on your feet you'll be tempted to you know even break your own value systems just to ensure that you get back on your feet because one of the greatest or the worst things that can ever happen to anybody is you know you having some level of success then you fail and because he who's on the ground fears no fall someone that has failed already or is failing already fears no fall already but somebody who is doing well now finds him ease or herself on the floor he feels different it feels like your world is over right and many at times it takes resilience it takes unwavering faith to be able to turn around those stories and build your life back and in these times you don't need negative people around you you don't need people who don't believe in what it is that you believe in or how it is you want to navigate your life trust me because you need all the faith you can get remember the story of the woman who, who brought her dead child to the presence of jesus christ and the, most people in the room were all negative they were all dampening his faith so he asked them to evacuate the room i'm just trying to tell you that the way faith works is it works in the atmosphere of positivity not in the atmosphere of negativity earlier today you know I, I yesterday rather i received a word from god and he was telling me mind your speech or what you speak over your nation and i began to take cognizance of the words i speak irrespective of the reality of our time you know which the time is a bit relatively bad compared to what it is that we expected but you know the ingredient of faith is for you to speak what it doesn't exist into existence really to speak wholesome economy to speak um um jobs you know to speak about jobs creation to to, to speak about wealth creation to speak about um healing you know there's a word that says i think it is it for that says if my people shall turn from their ways i will heal them and restore their nation so i really do believe that at the center of any revival or transformation that any any nation will experience there has to be a decision from the people to turn things around and that decision comes from the point of you know rethinking what you have always done to get the same results it was Ziegler that said doing the same thing over and over again questions our insanity 
so just like every other person i always ensure that i review how i approach life or how i approach maybe someone or I approach anything i do in life if i see that a certain way is not working i sit back and say come on maybe i need to i i, I need to stop you know communicating and just wait you know or find a better way to communicate and all of that or try to understand their point of view or what view to be able to reach out to them properly I'm not trying to say this to you. Faith is an instrument of communication between you and God. So without it, you, you can't have a communication with God. Really, you can't please God. God won't be happy with you. So it is faith that draws God to you. How do I know? There were passages in the Bible where the people Jesus was not sent to. You know, when he came to the when he came, he was sent to the Jews, basically. And there was two incidents of two women who or two different women rather two different incidents actually the first one was the woman who met him and was asking for healing for her daughter and he gave her approval and he now said something like um, she now replied that even if the crumbs of even if it's the crumbs of the table that she that she gets she'll be content and Jesus said he has not found a great faith like this in the whole of Israel. The other person was a woman with the issue of blood. And she just believed that touching the hem of his garment, just believe that's the faith we are talking about, would result into healing. After decades or years of wasting money on treatment and all those things. And we all have, you know, I just don't pray for such, such, such human experiences. It's a difficult place to be in life, to have circumstances that overwhelm you, that overwhelm the reality even of your, of your faith. You know, many at times people look at people and you try to minimize their human experience because you think that what they are going through, you could have overcome it. I trust, I guarantee you, you might be able to overcome what it is that you think they are going through, but there are circumstances that will happen to you that will overwhelm you as well. You know, this life, God does not test you beyond what you can bear. So I can tell you for free, when your own time for testing comes, I hope you come out clean and better, purified and refined. So for every use of your life, God will test you. I had a near-death experience whereby I was technically, I'm say dead or probably unconscious. You know, on on a sick bed, and I was in a trance. In that moment, and um, my mom was sitting beside me on the hospital bed, and you know, prior that or before that, some guys had, had come around to pray with me from the, from the local church I was attending then, uh, my senior coordinator and all of that, and um, I could remember, you know, seeing three men. You know, popular men of God, actually. And there was a chain saying, "Son, it's not your time." You know, and I snapped out of that, of that, and I woke up. You know, I saw my mom. You know, she was a bit, you know, broken and all that in tears and all of that. She didn't believe what it is that was going on because it was as if somebody that was strong suddenly became weak. You know, and. I am choosing to narrate this story to empower someone out there. You are going through an ailment, 
that is almost costing you your life, your existence. And you're probably young. You're still very young. If it's that somebody that is pretty old now, we understand that, okay, they can put their things in order and say, oh, revoir to life. But you're pretty young and you have a whole lot ahead of you. And you're wondering, really, that is there a God that can heal you? You're wondering if your circumstances can be resolved. You know, you've exhausted yourself to spending money on your health. And you are always thinking to yourself, I don't believe that you... you, you let me just say the way you say it. You've, you've said to yourself that you don't believe that, that is a God because it's partial. So I bring you this word of knowledge over your circumstances to help you boost your faith today. And I pray over you um, that you receive life of God that would equip your mortal body to live above the limitations of our time in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray over you that you receive life, life of God, Zoe, life of God, to the point that the cancerous cells in your system begins to die off and you receive regenerated cells from the spirit of god the same way god spoke you into existence i speak to every degenerating cells in your body receive the light of god right now in the name of jesus christ as simple as those words I had, that i have spoken all you need for it to manifest is your belief your your faith in the absence of doubt, nothing will happen. Because God does not work with doubt. So, and this is to the glory of God, not to me. Don't get, ascribe any glory to me. It's about God right now. So I pray over anyone going through tough times. You know, however tough the circumstances may be, all you need is wisdom. All you need is a light bulb moment, a paradigm shift. You know, or... All you need is, you know, for divinity to put you on, on an opportunity. Someone giving you a call, um, or a problem should occur that needs your expertise to resolve it. And you become a star indeed, because that's what you're created to do. And what I mean by that, you know, in the Bible itself, the story of Joseph, there was a problem in Egypt that made Joseph relevant. There's a problem in Babylon that made Daniel relevant, serving four different kings, four different ad- administrations. There was a problem in Israel that made Jesus relevant in terms of salvation. They were expecting a, a war general in that time, you know. But at that time, his assignment was simple. It was to, you know, finish the works that the first Adam failed to conclude, such that everybody can have access to God. On a good day, at the garden of Gethsemane, if Jesus didn't want to die, he had the leverage to call down everyone's ammunition to take out every of the guys who intended to kill, to, to kill him on that very day. How do I know? You saw how the guy that Peter cut off his ear, he, 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 he replaced the ear instant. He wasn't devoid of power, but he had to put his power on hold such that 
he could be able to solve a problem for humanity so he defeated death in that instance so for someone who chooses for someone who chooses to believe in in a god that carried out the operation of the death and resurrection of jesus christ you know as documented in the bible you must understand that he had conquered death the keys of Hades is in his hand you must understand that jesus or god right now has or is in the authority of jesus right now to determine who makes heaven or not how do i know this on the last day on the cross there were two thieves beside them one of the thieves said in humility said remember me when you get to paradise the other, the other guy was arrogant insulting him and that other one cautioned him that this guy did nothing that he, he did nothing to be hung on a tree like you and the guy's humility and faith actually brought him to paradise that he wasn't deserving of so I always say this to myself in my mind it's not your good works that determines who makes heaven or not it is not your being um, it's not your piosity you're probably your um, attributes that makes you a candidate of heaven it is your faith in God or salvation that really makes you a candidate of heaven you get the point so you can be a good person and not make heaven. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Okay, let me just tell you the truth. What qualifies to make heaven is the faith in Jesus Christ and the death and the resurrection in Jesus Christ. Or the faith in God that he has the capacity to restore your mind, your 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 spirit as it is in heaven. Let me just pray that way. I don't want to take you so far today. So but what's very important about it is that life will test you, life will come at you, life will seek to break you, life, things will happen that will be beyond your control, but you need to find the audacity to believe, to believe that someone that is invisible to you has all of this in his control. You know, there are things that happen to you that you are wondering if God still exists. Trust me, it does exist. And there are things that happen to you that you wonder, especially when you lost a loved one, and you're wondering well, how come the person is not here with you. You know, what matters the most is you don't you don't get the full side of the story. What if you were supposed to have been taken out as the loved one that you lost, and it's by God's mercy is because God had interest in your life that you're still here. You know, all of us are. Our license of existence is being renewed on a daily basis, as God pleases. Some people's license are taken out not because God doesn't want them to live, but because they are a victim of the devil or a victim of the evil of our world. Just take it or leave it. That's why we have to pray at all times, such that evil can be overcome over our lives, so that we can be preserved over the darts of the wicked. It's not the pr- prayer is not for the weak it's for the strong to be able to, there's some battles that you're not supposed to 
even be a part of that you are in the conversation what did job do that made satan afflicting it was god bragging about job so there's some battles that you have no idea you, it, 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 it was not your own fault it didn't as if you did anything wrong maybe god bragging about you saying have you seen my son have you seen my daughter you know and those things happen to you just to make you you know you know god told the satan that you can you can do anything to you but can't take your can't take your life you know and some things happen to solidify the fact that god was probably bragging about you showing up that have you seen somebody i can rely on i'm proud of this guy i'm proud of this lady let me just put it that way so i've in my in my most difficult moments one of the best shooting words i ever heard was you know god said to my ear that he was proud about my journey so far and in those moments i didn't feel any proud any any pride at all or any reason to be proud of, about my life because human beings we judge our successes by materialism we judge our successes by how fat our food is or how big our check is. So it was able to help me defeat the concept of my existence. You know, now I can accommodate good success. I can accommodate what it means to be successful and not lose my spirit or lose my soul to it. I can I can accommodate I can succeed and I knew that I won't lose my soul to it because I've been able to separate what money's function is. Money is equally defense. Wisdom is defense. But wisdom can recreate money if you have the atmosphere of what it is that you need, you know? So I just want to leave you with this word of prayer as we round off. From today onward, may you have God's wisdom for your daily needs, for your daily life journeys, for your daily decisions, such that you can be able to make sound judgments all the days of your life. You see, this is a very important prayer because the quality of our decisions determines the quality of our outcomes. And many a times we don't realize that the quality of our decisions determines the quality of lives for others, especially if their destiny is attached to your life. You know, so I pray that from today God's protection will be over you. No evil will befall you. You and you and your loved ones. You know, nothing missing, nothing broken. I pray and I plead the blood of Jesus. If there's anyone listening to me that you have a con- you have an appointment with death. You know, especially if you are young and full of life. I pray that that appointment with death will not be fulfilled. You will live and fulfill your days under God in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for listening. I receive I receive and I unleash the Spirit of God over your life. I ask that the Spirit garrison your heart and mind and so your mind your heart, your mind, body and soul. And ensure that you fulfill your essence on the face of this earth. And you enjoy every day of your life. Living well. Enjoying life. Enjoying his blessings. 
and enjoying the good dividends of faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Have a great weekend. See you on Sunday. Bye for now.